Welcome to today's podcast. Hello. Show. Uh, we have started doing shout outs on here if you go and write reviews. Oh, yes. We prefer five stars. We'll still read out the, the bad ones. Though. If it's a one star review, mm-hmm. write something nasty. We want to see that. Uh, we've got a couple of five stars here that have come through, though. Uh-huh. Uh, I've got a love you guys. I love listening to the podcast. I used to only listen to an alternative radio station, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Uh, and was quite a snob when it came to mainstream radio. That has all changed now, and I look forward to hearing your voices when I do the school run. Ah. Hmm. There we go. I love you guys. Stav is the man. Keep up the work. Kath. Shout Aww. out to Kath. Thanks, Kath. Hi, Kath. Uh, this one is another thank you as well. It came through on Tuesday uh, from Cletus Love Stav. Uh-huh. You've got a podcast listener here in New South Wales. I'm 19 years old. I'm a female working in a male-dominated workplace. Chucking in my headphones, listening to you guys definitely gets me through. Abby, you're my spirit animal, and she is listening from Nimbin. Nimbin. Oh, hello. So, uh, Cletus loves Stav. Shout out to you. I'm assuming that's not your real name. (laughs) Um, Could be. Cletus. (laughs) Have you ever met anyone named Cletus? No. It's very American. Is it? Yeah. Cletus. Deep South. Oh. It wouldn't be common now, though, would it? If there's a Cletus listening to the podcast, please leave us a message. Uh, all righty, here we go. Let's check out what happened on today's show. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. You guys checking out the winter uh, winter oh, games? I haven't watched anything, but I feel like I'm living through you because I know you, you are. You are all over it. I haven't watched a single thing yet. Yeah. Haven't you watched anything at all? I watched it's the too cold. You know what? I like cold weather. <laughs> 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 it makes me cold. I can't handle it. <laughs> I'm the opposite. It's, it's lovely on a hot day. You put it on and it cools you oh, down. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, oh I like, used to like California games on the computer. It's always Jeez. sunny. No, that was Sega Master System. Yeah, it's old school. Brilliant game. Yeah. Now... I've been watching it. I didn't think I'd get into it this you year. You are all over it. But uh, it's exciting, yeah. you know? Um, the thing I love the most, though, is the, the figure comment- skating. Uh, figure skating is good. <laughs> is the commentators. Mm. Because the Winter Games, not many people are really into it. Like, there's not there's not a lot of, I guess, Australians or Americans who are b- big into Winter Games. I know so- Rachel Finch is over there doing commentating as well. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that she was sort of into the games, but she said that she was just researching it. So she goes and does commentating yeah. and then at night just preparing, I guess, rather yeah. than having a passion prior. And that's what I think they do. They go, who's a whole heap of people we need to see what they're like on the TV before they hit the prime time? Get them to go and check mm. it out. Um, and so the commentators are, are having a few issues. I've already played you in the past where they, they can't pronounce names. Uh-huh. It's hard to pronounce. Um, this is one that slipped through our fingers that I cannot believe I didn't get, but I'm going to get it to you now. Okay. At the opening ceremony, yes. Katie Couric from America. She's a professional. Yes. Knows her stuff. <clears throat> Big time journalist over there. Yeah. Um, she was um, commentating as all the groups walk out, the countries walk out, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. And explaining to everyone why these countries are so good at the sports that they're good at. Right. And who would have thought that this is the reason that the Netherlands are so great. Next is the Netherlands. It's probably not a newsflash to tell you the Dutch are really, really good at speed skating. All but five of the 110 medals they've won have been on the speed skating oval. Now, why are they so good, you may be asking yourselves? Because skating is an important mode of transportation in a city like Amsterdam, which sits at sea level. As you all know, it has lots of canals that can freeze in the winter. So for as long as those canals have existed, the Dutch have skated on them to get from place to place, to race race each other, and also to have fun. That's interesting fact. What's wrong with that? What do they do in summer? (laughs) Swim across them? Well, they should be improved their swimming. Yeah, they should be is good at both not, games. Is that not true? She completely made it up. Is that 100% <laughs> not true? It's, it's Venice that has the canals, doesn't it? I don't think it's Amsterdam. She kind of made it up. She's not like Stav. Everyone's got Google on the worldwide she did, Stav. She kind of pulled a Stav. She pulled a Stav. She stabbed it right She's like, no one, no one's going to Google. This is going to be fine. You know, this is 2 a.m. in the morning. No one's watching. Let's just pull out a few. Well, I, for one, stand with Katie and <laughs> say that, yes, they, they skate everywhere. They skate everywhere. Because they don't have buses. They don't have bikes. They don't have cars. They don't have Can trains. Ask, All they do is skate. Do you know that, though? Have you now, yes. since you heard it, you went, you actually, checked it? They, they, they don't skate? Or are you just assuming? Because no, she, no, no. she could be right. She has come out and had to oh, apologise. <laughs> All over America. Go, oh, look. 
Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. You know what that is? That is her having been told something in a pub and went, yeah. oh, yes. that is interesting. Do you know I'm going to repeat that tomorrow. Yeah. The uh, the French are so good at the aerial uh, jumps because they don't have bridges. So they just have to <laughs> leap across all the rivers and they throw in a little flip just to make it fun for them. And that's why they're so good. Wow. Th- this one, though, I... I really feel like um, this one's courtesy of Channel 7 here uh-huh. in Australia. I'm not even sure who the reporter is because it's just one of them. Let's just get okay. them on. This one's come out, and I believe she said, thought in her mind, I need to get these words back, but the event's about to start. It's too late. Maybe no one will notice. Okay. But I noticed. Very Chinese. They all look the same. They're very hard to tell who's who. What? Very Chinese. They all look the same. They're very hard to tell who's who. That's unfortunate. They all do have very similar uniforms. All their helmets are the same. Uh-huh. What was the sport? Uh, skiing. It's like the one where they come down the hill and... So maybe they're all just wearing the jump. same outfit, exactly. S- same goggles. Do you know what I mean? Like, same goggles, yeah. you get the same headpiece and it's yeah. just, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I bet you the mic's turned off and she went, oh, well, uh, I'll just resign now. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Uh, we are loving it this year. There's so much drama. And uh, unfortunately, she is no longer in the jungle. Her name is Kerry Armstrong. She's on this morning. Hi. Hi, how are you guys? Good. We 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 need to start. Every time we do this, we're going to start. How many drinks have you had pre this interview? (laughs) Only This is only my second glass of champagne. Can you believe it? I don't know what's gone wrong, (laughs) but I've had so many interviews. And I tried to barrel the whole thing down with Chris and Julia, but couldn't. So yeah, I'm I'm uh, yeah I'm way 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 behind. I guess what Seb would have been in his time when he left the jungle. Well, it was more Tiffany. Tiffany was enjoying some wine. Um, but if you want, we can have sip breaks <laughs> or skull it now. Just neck it oh. right now. Oh yeah, here we go. Okay. Here it is. Here we go. You ready? Go. Yep. Skull. 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 Do you feel like you've just been locked away for months? Because I know when we've spoken to people previously, they're just, you know, they're talking as if they have been away for a whole year rather than just a few weeks. Yeah, I've got to say the time doesn't fly. It drags and drags and drags. And when you're eating beans that taste like your newborn teeth, you know when you literally lose a tooth and you accidentally swallow it, this is worse than that. You don't accidentally swallow it, you actually chew it and there are hundreds of them. <laughs> hey, I gotta say though, Kerry, congratulations because it's been two minutes into this interview and you have not dropped a name yet. So well done. You've got to meet so many famous people. Let's have a listen. Actually, we've got a, a sweet little montage here of you on the show doing just that. As you may know, Brenda, I, I, I do love a bit of showbiz. Oh, you do. I love showbiz. <laughs> and hanging around with Kerry is like a goldmine. Harrison Porter, Steve Weiser, Gary Sweet, Rock Hudson, Kate Langbrook. Tim Robbins dated me. Because she knows everyone. And there's Liam Neeson, Hugh Jackman, Julie Gillard, Clint Eastwood. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's really weird when I got back from the States? Because I was there in the 80s, and my agent, when I wrote down, yeah, I'm working with these people, she said, no one will believe you, Carrie. They just will not believe you. And I, so I'll probably write a book called The Unbelievable Truth. And, you know, it just, it just was weird. You know, 21 years old, you go to the States, and... You know, the next minute, you know, Anthony Hopkins, they, they were all there. And then at work were there and it just exploded and went to Studio 54 every weekend. Yeah. And it was just a blast. Tell us your greatest story about a celebrity, like a story that everyone is going to go, holy. I also saw Rock Hudson, which was devastating. And he used to come into makeup every morning and he'd scratch his back um, while we were in the makeup room. And then days later, Linda Evans screaming, running through. Um, the makeup department screaming and people holding her down and putting mouthwash in her and her literally dying because, of course, AIDS had broken out at the time and they thought that if you could kiss someone, you could die. And it was the most terrifying time in in the world. But People were worried that if they kissed other actors who had it at the time, they they thought that they would catch it. Yeah, Uh, absolutely. They were sure Linda Evans might die. It was one of the most spine-chilling things in the world. At the time, Liz Taylor got really sick too. So, And, of course, when you got to Hollywood, they checked your teeth, they checked your 
breath, they checked you, like, they checked every single aspect of you. And um, I, I watched girls falling away. Since you, I guess Pardon? you've been around every, I guess, for such a long time in the nicest possible way, Kerry. You, um, you're old, is what no, you're saying. Old. You're so old. I mean, you started acting so young, and you're a legend in the acting world. What do you feel about the Me Too movement? I um, you know, it's weird on the malaria tablets. In you, I have to say, everyone say I had the most vivid dreams about the amount of times that I was told what to do, right. and the amount of times that my agents would say, "In this room, you walk in." You do your lines and you walk straight out. In this room, you can stay. There were rooms that I was told not to stay in and rooms that I was, I had brilliant agents that said to walk in and walk out. Wow. And I know that those girls, there were incidents that happened to me that you don't want your parents to know, you don't want people to know that you believe that you're responsible for. Yeah. And I love it. I came to the jungle to have fun. And meanwhile, I'm on malaria tablets having flashbacks to um, <laughs> Hollywood. Is there people who we would know that you are, every day you check the newspaper and you wait for their name to pop up because you know what they've done in the past? Is there people that, like, that Um, come to mind? I knew about Harvey, I knew about Kevin Spacey, I knew about Rhett Ratner. Um, I know some others that their names in in America. You know, I've been pretty devastated about Craig McLaughlin because I know him and I know that there's a fine line with his stuff because yeah. he thinks he thinks that's funny. He, he always did, and there was for me that's the tragedy of just going too far. And and this is where we have to be really really careful because I know those girls, both Erica and Christy, and they're not making it up that they were um, that it was the wrong thing to do. But I also um, have a sense that there are a lot of people who are mucking around. And girls like attention, boys like attention, so there's a, there's a really blurred area there. Mm. Um, when, when did you find out about Kevin I just, Spacey? I had heard that, um, that there were people in the vicinity of Kevin Spacey and, and particularly with Hardy and Brett Ratner that um, people were compromised. And the other thing is, is there were many, many girls that I knew who just um, held their breath and walked forward into those situations yeah. because... They believe that was the only way to go to. But alrighty, uh, well, thanks for calling through this morning, Kerry. Really appreciate it. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. It continues tomorrow, seven thirty on Ten and the Wind Network. Uh, Kerry Armstrong, thanks for coming on. Okay, have a brilliant morning. Bye. 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 Thank you, Kerry. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit 105. Can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything. First calls now, though. We've got Stan in. Good now. What do you want to discuss, First Calls? Good morning, guys. Hey, Stan. Good morning. Hey, I was just uh, wanting to ask, like, when is it all right to take your shoes off in the cinemas when you're watching a movie? I was in the cinemas the other day and, uh, oh, yeah, someone, someone, someone was, like, taking a movie down right in front of me. Yeah. The smell was awful, yeah. yeah. I think if you're wearing like, thongs, it's acceptable because basically thongs is no shoes anyway. Don't yeah, well, some yeah, some people still have stink feet when they're wearing thongs. Yeah. yeah. What do you yeah. think about on a plane? Because I I'm getting that so often that people take off their shoes next to you, and then they plane. put their foot up on the back of your armrest. Yeah. So just on yeah. the left of you, there's a filthy ming and toe. <laughs> I think it's all right, Stan, if you don't have foot odor. But oh, no one who does is. ever thinks they do. That's a good point. Yeah. What did you see? Um, the Greatest Showman. Oh, yeah, nice little musical. Well done. I said yeah. Oh. I say never, never take them off. No, you you wear shoes to bed though. <laughs> <laughs> Cherie, you're on the air. Hi. Hi. I just wanted to discuss um, the toilet paper in the men's urinal. Yes, mm. urinal. Have you said? I think it might be there for little old men that dribble on themselves. Cherie, don't you agree there is nothing yeah. worse than guys having spots on their pants and they Chinos think that no trap. one has seen it? And it's yeah. like, you're a grown man. Deal with yes, it I'm now. Yes, I'm married to a grown man oh. and I have a teenage son and I'm just like, that is why they would put toilet paper yes. in there. You yes. don't know the struggle, Cherie. <laughs> you don't know the struggle. You, you know this, mate. You think you're fine and, and it's all been, and you've gotten away with it and then you sit down. It's like, yeah. oh, oh. Ah, oh, missed you, a bit. You know, you know that's when you wash your hands and yeah, then you, you flick splash, your hands. Yes, oh, yeah. oh no, there was no hand dryer in there. It's all over me. It's so obvious, no. and every girl knows what you're doing as well. And you're like, oh, sure, yeah, no worries. That's why you always wear dark jeans. 
chinos when they brought when it was the whole chino and suit jacket thing at the yeah. races. Yeah. All it was was just piss stains <laughs> for miles. Samantha and Goodna, what do you want to discuss in first calls? Hi guys, um, I just wanted to know if you guys get nervous before you go on air. No, I do coming back from holidays because I get nervous that I've forgotten how to speak. Because <laughs> you don't speak on your holiday? <laughs> <laughs> My issue, Samantha, is sometimes I forget we're actually on the air. Like, I just forget that there's actually people listening. So I say things and think, <laughs> yeah, maybe that shouldn't have come out. Samantha, that's probably, to be honest, that's when I get nervous. When Matt's starting to describe something, which I know that he shouldn't, <laughs> and it's sounding filthy, and I don't know how I can leap over the desk and shut him up, that's when I get nervous. <laughs> I'm too nervous to talk, Samantha. <laughs> Good on you. Nice to chat. Let's go to Danny and Strathbine. What do you want to chat about this morning? Okay, I want to talk about this mm. Barnaby Joyce saga uh-huh. for crying out loud. Thousands of men have done this uh-huh. and have not lost their jobs, so why is he any different? Because I feel like because he's in a position of making decisions about other people's lives, even marriage equality, then therefore his personal life does become public. If he's doing, do you know what I mean? Like if he's a taxpayer, I guess then we do have a right to know how he is conducting his personal life as well. That's how I feel about it. Okay, I, I, just, I, just, I just don't think they should be held to different standards than everyone else. So I know CEOs who have done this, yeah, mm. and they still have their CEO positions. I know pastors within the church that have done this, and they're still pastoring. Mm. Is it pastoring? Yeah, no. it is. Yeah, yeah. 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 Huh. but I think if they're yeah, if they're making decisions about other people's lives, and then it is a public forum. For, when it's for that them. thing of like when he like got her a job and things, and yeah. It's like yeah. When he goes out of her way, his way professionally, that becomes a bit strange. I but. guess if he's politically done something wrong, yeah, he should lose his job. But just for going outside his marriage. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I think the reason Malcolm wants to get rid of him, though, is because the whole thing is people vote on whether or not they like the person, Uh. and this makes everyone not like him. So Mm. therefore, people aren't going to vote for him anymore, and that's not good for the party. You know, mm, okay, okay, I don't party, like any yeah. of them. I'm going. I'm going for Stav, Abby, and Matt for PM. All three well, of them. Minister. <laughs> you guys would do such a better job. You don't oh. like fighting within the political yeah. group. This will be interesting, <laughs> won't it? Who would be the Barnaby of us three? Who would be the Barnaby Joyce? You, Maddie. Oh. She thought about it too, really? which I like. like. But she doesn't mind. So there you she go. Does, you can yeah, do whatever right, you want. Yeah. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. So I was talking to our two beautiful producers this morning who are both female. And they've both got different views on this one. Candy and Kaz. Candy and Kaz. And they both think very differently about this. Okay? So I want to ask you guys, who is in the wrong in this situation? Oh, trappity trap. (laughs) And I'm not going to mention names because they will kill me for this. Okay. But uh, something happened. My husband has been working with one of his friends. Okay? So they both do building stuff and they've been working together for a period of time. Uh They get along well. Mm -hmm. They get along too well. They really love each other, and I don't even know if they're still working or whether they just pretended they were on the weekend and just went to the pub. I don't know. But regardless, they say they're working. And I'm friends with his, one of the guys that he's working with, I'm friends with his wife. Uh And I actually met her first, okay? But she came up to me on Saturday night because we all went out for dinner and went, oh, had to hear about something with you in the bedroom. And I was like, (laughs) excuse me? She's like, "Mm mm-hmm. I'm like, what is what does that mean? I don't know. She's like, yeah, I don't think it's good for our husbands to work together. Yeah. I was like, obviously not. And I was like trying to pretend that I was okay with it because we were in the Karina um, Links Club and it was in the kids' lineup to take them into. The- <laughs> <laughs> I am not losing my spot in this line and for the like, sake of an argument. And plus, I didn't want to talk in detail. There's kids around, so I was like, oh, I don't know what. Okay, whatever, whatever. So I came home to my husband and was like, Have you been talking about? And he goes, Nah, nah. I was like, yeah, you obviously have. What have you said? And he goes, oh, I don't know. We've been working together for ages. I obviously said something. Yeah. And he was like, I'm allowed to talk to a mate. And I was like, I don't think you are. And he goes, you girls do. And I said, no, <laughs> I don't. I did not talk to any of my girlfriends about their activities in the bedroom. Maybe if it was like a casual relationship, you know, like uh-huh. when they first started dating. Uh-huh. But if it's a marriage or a long-term relationship, I don't want to know. Now, what that says is none of your friends... Husbands are attractive. What? None of my. You don't. You don't talk to your girlfriends about it because you don't find any of the husbands attractive. You go, nah, don't want to know. If you had a friend who had a six-foot Sven-looking, no, ripped 
you would be like, that's when you'd talk about it. No, because I don't talk about like my husband and I. And I, and this is the thing. <laughs> Abby says that it's my friend's fault because she shouldn't like she Candy. shouldn't have Candy. Yeah, yeah, told me. But then, she, yeah, she was actually saying it's the guy's fault because he never should have told his wife. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't it my husband's fault for ever telling him? No. <laughs> Because really? the, the guy should never have said, so you should never have known, so it wouldn't have been an issue. Been, so you're allowed to talk to your guy friends about anything with your partners in the bedroom, that's fine, as long as they don't then go and tell their wives. Yes. Mm. But you know what? I actually think there's been two chains of command broken there. Yeah. Three almost. Scotty's fine to tell his mate. Okay. Because his mate's over there probably working on the cheap on your house and he needs a little buck up, so he'll let him know a few details. <laughs> Please. But okay. the, the, I found it weird that... That guy would then go and tell his wife. Yeah. And the only reason she brought it up with you is because she's annoyed. She now has to do freaky stuff she doesn't want to do because your husband told her husband. So now she's got to swing from the rafters and do I, all I this stuff. I don't know stuff. if that's I what think, it is. I think I it, in all honesty, for us to get a real um, idea of what's going on here, we need to know what he told yeah. her. I don't know. You've <laughs> oh. probably got more of a chance talking to Scott about it because he'll tell you. Okay. Ring him. No, don't. 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 <laughs> but I just want to know who's in the wrong. Are you allowed to tell your friends? They're just not allowed to go and tell their partners. Or if you tell your friends, is it a given that they'll go and tell their partners? 131060 if you want to weigh in this, if you can actually follow the chain. I should have used names, but I'm trying to keep it on the down low. What are you, are you really are you? texting him? I'm going to text your husband. No, don't. Don't. Why, Why not? Because it wasn't a big deal. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> hey, mate. <laughs> what did you tell your friend Abby does? I just I want to know, on 131060. Kiss emoji. Do you share details with a friend? And is that allowed? Or are they just not allowed to tell their partner? Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Had a bit of a situation on the weekend where a friend of mine came up and said, mm, heard about you in the bedroom. Now, I don't know any of these details, but apparently her husband told her because my husband told him. And I just want to know who's in the wrong. Do you guys think it's fine for friends to talk? I say yes, but the friend should never, ever yeah. have shared that with his wife. Thirteen, ten, sixty. who's in the wrong? We've got Lauren and Griffin. What do you think? Um, I think it's okay for you to talk to your friends about your sexual life, but I really don't think he should have told his wife. I mean, it's like, like um, the producer was saying before, it's broco. Broco. Yeah, Lauren, yeah, you, you don't really go outside the friendship. <laughs> do you talk to your girlfriends uh, about their, I don't know, their activities? Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. Maybe I'm too prudish then. I don't, I mean. I don't know. I mean, do whatever you want with That's what we say, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, old prudish Abby. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she's living in the 1900s back no, there, showing a bit of ankle every now and then. I just don't share it. Do what you want behind closed doors. But Rob, hey, Rob in Sunnybank, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's all right for the guys to sell the guys. Mm. Guys definitely talk more. You yeah, I think guys talk more as well. Yeah. Because I just feel like yeah. I don't want to hear what my girlfriends are doing. No? Because I don't want to think about them with their partners like that. Well, I always live by the rule that the guy knows, the girl will know also. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. okay. So you yeah. never tell your mates anything that you don't want to get back to his wife? Exactly. Yeah, yeah right. Smart. That is smart. And you've got to be careful when so the that, wives are friends. By that definition, though, Rob, you tell things to your mates knowing that it'll get back to the wife because you want it to know. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Nicola, you're on the air. What do you think? Uh, who's in the wrong in this situation? Hi, is that me? Yeah, yes, that's it you. is you, hon. <laughs> How's it going? Yeah, I fully agree. I think both guys and girls talk about it all the time. Um, and I think it's perfectly acceptable for telling the partner because sometimes if you're in a relationship, it's a little bit boring. Maybe that's a way to get a suggestive thing in there to sort of say, hey, you know, we should try this out. Told you. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, Nicola. <laughs> yeah. He, the, the friend of Scotty's has actually texted Abby during this conversation. She can she can tell you she'll read the text and he then said, I want to see said, if you compress it the same way I do. No, he just said honestly I can't remember saying anything. I must have been drunk, so he can't remember telling his wife. Yeah, and it's yeah. probably something that 
she probably finds something that she wouldn't even do. So it's more of a jealousy thing for her, saying her husband's got more together, more than it's something fun. And can you imagine that conversation on on Friday night when he when he was drunk and he's like, "Come on, babe, Abby does it." Exactly. Why not? Give it a go. You know, Mo, you might like it. (laughs) Okay. I love the fact that all of Brisbane right now. All right. Let's just. (laughs) What can it be? Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. 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 Well, we found out from all of our uh, research uh, Mm -hmm. that in the bedroom, 72% said girls talk more. Mm. Right. So there you go. Girls do it more often. It's like TripAdvisor. Look at you. You're like, "Mm, look at that, Abby. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Australia's biggest social experiment is back. Married at first sight. Married at first sight. All right, before we're going to chat to Tracy from Married at First Sight. Before we get to her, Abby's handed me a diagram, which oh, means she's the yeah. best person to explain this whole situation if you're not up on it. Well, Maddie said he's confused, and I looked at him and said, no, you're not. Uh, <laughs> so there was a little bit of drama. So Tracy was married to Dean, is uh, still married to okay. Dean. Yeah. Well, we don't know yet. Right. Um, and Davina was married to Ryan. Now, Davina and Dean secretly went and hooked up. But then last night, Dean was like, no, 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 I want to stay with Tracy. Right, okay, today? yes, I'm with you. And Tracy is now with us. Morning, Tracy. Morning, how are you all? I'm good. good. I'm sorry, I just put on my kind of like caddy voice and it's just because it, it's so much drama in this season. How are you feeling after watching last night's episode? I know, I can't even deal. Like reliving it all and yeah, I was just so shocked. I literally had no idea what was going on behind my back, right. as did Ryan's. Ryan was just as shocked as I was. Yeah, I felt sorry for you guys. Was it you surprised the way that Davina sort of befriended you and was still messaging Dean? That's what makes it so much worse. She really went out of her way to be besties with me um, at the dinner party. I mean, who does that? Someone who's trying to shag your man. <laughs> yeah, hidden agendas, right? Yeah. Hidden well, agendas. I know we are going to see it, but... um. What was it like then hanging out with Dean? Because there's a lot of people that, I guess, if you follow on social media saying, no, 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 don't take him back. Well, you know, it was so hard for me to make a decision there and then on the couch. I didn't have all the facts and I needed time to process it. And if I said leave, I would have never seen Dean again, you know. And there's a little bit of spite in me. There's a little bit of spite. I wanted him to suffer a bit of consequences for what he did. I won't lie. Because you and Dean, you've... Done, you're like, you've gone the whole way and everything? I can't say. You'll have to watch. Uh, right. <laughs> you say it on the show. But, uh, the, yeah. the story doesn't end last night. The story does right, not end last okay. night. Speaking of that, though, that's the sort of thing. It is a story. And do you hold, like, the production of the, the show to blame at all for... Because they obviously knew what was going on. They filmed some <laughs> of it and they sort of allowed it to happen. Do you think they should have stepped in at some time and gone, oh, you know, this isn't right? Well, you know... It wasn't nice watching it all in the past week. You know, I had no idea. Um, you know, the the secret lunch and the secret behind-the-scenes dinner party. I mean, it's so hurtful to watch all that. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. But and, were, you, and on. were you surprised, though? Because I know that you want to go in there and find love. And I, I totally get that, Tracy. But you know from previous shows that they have to create drama. And you would have known that, you know, when they've got a close-up of the text messages and stuff like that, there's a cameraman having you know, a close-up, like, you know that it's all staged? Well, nothing's staged. I mean, it, it is what you see. What what I saw last night is exactly what happened there and then on the couch. Uh. But, yeah, I mean, the way I was told, I mean, was a bit of a low blow yeah. waiting in front of the experts and in front of everyone and being humiliated like that. Like, I felt like an idiot. Yeah. Have you been talking to Davina since you left the experiment? Like, have you guys been in, in touch? No, once the girl code's kind of broken, it's broken, right? There's no yeah. going, do you going have, back from that. Do you have her mobile number? <laughs> I do, actually. Because we've been trying to get her. We can't get well, on to her. She's not doing interviews. To to yeah, at the moment. Can you ring her on your mobile? Conference <laughs> us in. Have you got an iPhone? You can conference in on the iPhone. 
She's not exactly someone that I want to talk to at okay. this point in time, guys. Uh, what do you think, though? Because I have seen a lot of her friends, because I guess I, I just wanted to ha- invite Davina on the show to sort of, I guess, from her point of view as well, because there is big billboards, you know, with her, there's big scandal, and I you think everyone has an opportunity to defend themselves. And I've yeah. seen a lot of her friends post, um, you know, social media photos saying, look, she's been unfairly dealt with. She's Leave been Davina edited wrong. What do you say to any of those friends? Well, you know, we all have free will and everything we say on the show is what we say. So she should have thought it through a little bit more, really, shouldn't she? Because Mm. she did what she did. So I don't have that much sympathy for her, to be honest. Yeah, fair enough. I just want to play you this quickly too. We had your mum on uh, the other day and we were chatting to her about this situation. This is what she said about Davina. If you were in a room with Davina right now, what would you say to her? Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think I would have to have someone there to hold me back because I think I'd just want to go and slap her across the face, to be honest with you. Is that something you'd want to do as well? <laughs> uh, you know, my mum has her own opinions and she's obviously being really protective of me, like yeah. a good mum is. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, slapping really isn't my thing. I'm, I'm more of a wordsmith. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a weapons person. <laughs> <laughs> You, a word weapon. Word yeah, weapon. Yeah. The better the better approach. What? How do you find it with? Um. Because I know in the previous, a lot of contestants um, on there have said that their their child wants them to find love, so they wanted to watch it with them. Have you watched it with your daughter? Or is that too hard because you can't tell her the results of it? Look, she's only eight, yeah. and not a lot of it is appropriate. Yeah. But, you know, enough. I've been filling her. I've been filling her in and things like that. So, you know, of course my daughter and all my family and friends want a happy ending for me and want me to find love. And they've all been so supportive, to be honest. And yeah. it's been just as hard for them to watch me be cheated on um, as well. So, Yeah, I reckon yeah. the hardest part for you, Tracy, is you're over in WA and you've got to wait for a few hours <laughs> seeing it on social media <laughs> and all the text messages you must get and then have to wait for it on yeah. TV. Yeah, and I do wonder, you know, what is being shown, and, yeah. you know, because obviously I was there, but they don't show everything. I'm like, yeah. oh, God, oh, no, cringe, cringe, cringe. <laughs> All right, Tracy. well, lovely to talk to you. Um, married at First Sight tonight, 7.30 on Channel 9. Really appreciate you calling through. Anytime, guys. All right, good on you there. She Thanks, is. Trace. Uh, now, what we thought we would do, because Davina is from here in uh, Brizzy. Thir- and I went to her wedding. Yes, yes you were. I thought she was a delight. 13, 10, 60, uh, because we can't get on to Davina, she mm. doesn't want to chat. We thought we'd do. Davina, Unana. Things definitely didn't turn out the way I thought. You think you know someone. Do you know Davina? Unmarried at first sight. <laughs> Now, this is uh, maybe because Matty Acton had sung it and he got it in his head. I got it re-sung by someone who can it sing properly. Very well. But 30... no, we just thought there's a lot of people that do know Davina. I know she does these brunch clubs as well, so right. there's a lot of ladies that love her. And maybe you've gone out on a date with her and you want to go... It ma- doesn't matter. No. Do, you, okay. do you know her? Do you know her? Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Davina Unana. Things definitely didn't turn out the way I thought. You think you know someone. Do you know Davina? Unmarried at first sight. Stab Abby and Matt, and that's the question we're asking. 13, 10, 60. She won't talk to us. Davina's gone. Quiet. Well, I messaged her. I did the uh, embarrassing uh, direct message on Instagram. I just wanted to see if she's okay. Was that embarrassing? Well, because, you know, it's like, hey, hon, just checking you're all right. Did you want to come on the show? <laughs> like, because I just know that a lot of times they go on the reality shows and they don't realise how they're going to be portrayed because maybe they forget what they did. And we just think it's a little bit... We don't, we don't know. What is she like then? 13, 10, 60. Do you know Davina? You can defend her. Anonymous, you're on the air. Do you know Davina? Nah, nah. Yeah. Hi there, guys. Yeah, hey. I know Davina. Um, she went out with one of my best mates for six months. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, everything sent peachy at the beginning. Um, turned a bit uh, nasty towards the end. And, um, yeah, she sort of broke his heart. Oh. And um, yeah, they um, they went their separate ways. Oh. In the beginning, um, she, she sort of set out there, put out there that she wanted to be on this um, this show. Uh-huh. So my friend um, had the uh, the decision, you know, to either stay with her, knowing that she was going to go on the show, or to um, yeah, cut it cut it early. Wow. Oh, and because no. uh, she was she was determined to go onto the show no matter what, you know, if she was in a relationship or not. Yeah, right. So she yeah. said to him, "Look, 
I might be. I'm going to get chosen to be on TV. Well, she might have already you, been cast. You pretend that we're not together, and then I'll we'll just I'll come back after, and we'll just pick up where we left off. It could have possibly gone down like that. I don't know the exact details, but um, yeah, you pretty much said to me um, when they were seeing each other, she wanted to go on the show, um, and uh, yeah, they um, yeah they didn't end up working out because well. yeah. he he didn't see the sense in it. Well, maybe, maybe though they'll get back together after the show. You know, if it maybe. like if it doesn't if it doesn't work out, then maybe she'll go like you know that wasn't for me, and they can. Isn't the whole premise of the show that you can't find love, so you go on the show? Well, yeah, yeah. because you think that professionals are going to be better at uh, yeah finding them. Some people have other ideas, though. What do you mean? Well, some people just want to get on telly and get some sweet Instagram followers. Not saying that's, that's what Davina wanted, uh, but you know. Anonymous, thank you for that juicy little number. Thanks for calling through, buddy. No worries. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Are you guys going to play Alpha Bucks tomorrow? Yes, yes we please. do. And we'd like to give you the letter to get you ahead. And the letter for tomorrow is Ed for Nelly. November. You're really struggling over there with the, the nose, aren't you? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm a little bit stuffed up. Stav, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. The only game in Brisbane where $10,000 is guaranteed every single day. If we give it away today, we're playing tomorrow and then every day for the rest of the year. We don't care. We don't care. Aiden from Alexandra Hills, your chance with Ted Grant coming right up. You got through, buddy. Oh, hello. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> You're... I'm a bit nervous now. Oh. <laughs> it's all right. Try to stay calm. Try to stay calm. Abby's about to give you a letter. Every answer has to start with that letter. You get $50 for every right answer and ten grand if you get them all right, okay? No worries. All right, Aiden. Your letter this morning is P for pickle. Uh, p for pool? Pay for, yep, P yep. for pool. P yep. for pickle. Okay, cool. Yep, okay. Yep, p no for worries. P- poppy. All right, here we go. Name something you can find in a handbag. Perfume. Name a type of flower. Petunia. Name something in an office. A pen. Name a fashion brand. Prada. Name a type of metal. Pass. Name an occupation. Pathologist. Name a sport. Ping pong. Name something you can put on a sandwich. Peanut butter. Name an actor. Um, pass. Name a children's TV show. Oh. Did pretty well, though. 350 bucks, mate. Well done. No worries. Thank you so much for that, guys. Really appreciate it. Hey, you look good, Aiden. Uh, I'll go through some of the ones you missed. Uh, t- a type of metal, you could have had uh, platinum. Uh, for yeah. and the only other one you uh, passed on was name an actor. You could have Paul Rudd or Patrick Swayze. No worries. Thank you. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. I want to know. People can weigh in on this one. Thirteen, ten, sixty. Are we caring about kids' feelings too much? I know that we all want to protect them. But are we going a little bit too far? Because this all came about when my son had sight words, you know, bring them home. And I I didn't read the email that we got. And you're only supposed to do five a day. And I was like, you know, if you want to play the iPad, you go through the whole hundred. So I got him to tick it all off. And, <laughs> and I was like, cool, he's done all right. And then I read the email later on and it said, oh, that's for the whole, like, term. <laughs> Well, my kid's brilliant. Bring another hundred. I yeah, did. Yeah. Do you know what I did? I got my whole, like, I'm raising a genius high pedestal. And I was like, yeah, my son's a genius. The other one, not so much. But I was like, I wrote... <laughs> Clearly, we know your answer to, are we caring about children's feelings too much? <laughs> hey, dummy. No, come on. <laughs> Catch up He's to your brother. gorgeous, but we need to get our oldest ahead so that he can tutor the youngest. And I wrote an email to the teacher just saying, hey, you know, don't want to be so rude, but my son's oh, really fine. Feeling all a little bit righteous. And she wrote back, and this is not her fault. This is just what teachers have to do these days. Yeah. She said, oh, yes. She said, over half or most of the kids can read them all. And I was like, oh, okay. She said, but we didn't want to make those that couldn't feel bad. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay. And it just seemed like they couldn't push the other kids because they didn't want to make the other kids feel bad. And so don't they get keep me wrong, the smarter ones down to make sure. Well, I, I guess, and I and I get that because I understand what it's like to feel like the dumb kid at school. Because I did my whole schooling because mm. I couldn't spell, and I know that feeling. But at the same time, aren't we trying to protect kids too much? There is a school that has banned the term best friends now because it excludes others. 
And I just feel mm. if we're doing a little bit of like mild social exclusion, aren't we teaching them to be a little bit more capable and resilient yeah. adults? It's like, I know you hate this when, when they play pass the parcel. Everyone wins a and prize. Everybody wins a prize. No. Yeah. Am I, I the, used to be in tears and I was like, like I mean, I wasn't you, okay with being in tears. survived, though. Yeah. yeah. Am I the only one who picked up the saying that you just invented, mild social exclusion? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. You're being racist. No, you're not. I'm just being mildly socially exclusive. <laughs> I just feel like, do you know, there is another school in Victoria that has banned, if you, if you don't invite the whole class to a party. What? You're not allowed to invite any. What? Yeah, that's because ridiculous. it excludes them. So if you're not going to give an invite to everyone in the class, yeah. you're not allowed to give out invites at all. That's crazy. Think of the parents. When I check in my, my kid's little pigeonhole and I see that there's invitations and he doesn't have one, I'm like, awesome. I get yeah. to keep my Saturday afternoon free. Uh-huh. I Great. I don't know. I think it's hard. And I honestly do. When you've got to deal with kids that are crying. But at the same time, isn't it our responsibility? Rather than taking away those negative feelings... Yeah having to sort of go, hey, you're not actually as good at this, but if you keep working, you might be able to improve, and you're so good at this. Yeah. But that is the whole world now. That's what we do. We go, oh, one person's upset. Okay, everybody has to change for one person. My friends are allowed to mark with red um, texture because it makes the kids feel like they've done something wrong. I'm like, but did, didn't they get it wrong? She's yeah. like, yes, but we just got to mark it in a different one so it yeah. looks like... If you, if you read it, though, you're an idiot. You should know that. <laughs> but, but what's next? If, when they're marking it, we, we just tick everything, even if you got it wrong, because crosses upset people, so we just tick it. But then what about when they get to uni? Yeah. Uni's not going to go, oh, well, you got it wrong, but... Okay, you can still be a doctor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uni don't care because you pay, though. It's not as much. They're like, ah, oh, we don't really care. Yeah. You know, well, you still got to pay your bill at the end of it. Uh, well, 13, 10, 60... How do you want to ask this? Are we raising sooks? No, not sooks. I just feel like, are we caring too much about their feelings? Are we making it worse for them because then they can't, they've got no coping skills? Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. No one wants to see kids upset. It's the worst. But I just feel like we're so conscious of not trying to hurt their feelings at the Mm. moment that kids aren't going to be capable adults. Like there's no first, second or third when you run a race. Everyone wins a prize. Don't they do that at sports day anymore? Do they do age champions still? Well, that's more for cut- your, because your son's older. Do, do they? Oh, he, he doesn't go. He doesn't. He oh. hates sports today. It's like <laughs> so it's you've really taken today. away any feelings of potential loss. <laughs> no, we still, he, no, he just doesn't like, he's not into yeah. it, so he doesn't go. But I agree with you. The thing is, they go, you know, kids get sad if they don't win. But yeah. then you're punishing the kids who have talent, yeah. who have worked hard. Well, that's it. I want to celebrate every kid's success. And they're yeah. all different. And I love it when you go to assembly and they win an award for tidying up. And I'm like, good for you. That's great. But mm. at the same time, don't, don't celebrate the success of someone who's done really well mm. in an in a different arena. Uh. Yeah. Let's find out, are we being too easy on kids? What do you think, Cara, from Bald Hills on 131060? They're definitely sucks these days. Even my son's rugby team and all rugby teams for under eights aren't even allowed to keep score at matches because yeah. the kids want to know who's winning. Yeah. Yeah. They don't even do player of the match either. Yeah, really? we did the same. You're all player of the match. Yeah, because yeah. you're not allowed to score because, you, yeah, you're not allowed to keep it. So I've got a lot of the, like, dads and did. mums that did keep score. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. they all keep score, yeah. but um, you'll hear parents from the other team whispering and cracking the poops about it. Right. Yeah, yeah, because the kids keep score. And you're like, no, 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 you might have got that goal wrong. You can obviously tell which team's <laughs> losing, depending on which parents are you yeah. know, saying, you're not meant to keep score. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Andrew from Springfield, what do you think, man? Yeah, mate, it's definitely, definitely too easy on these kids these days. Uh, you know, I mean, basically, they're not learning any life skills. You know, it's yeah. just, you know, put a bandaid over it. You know, and then this is the this is the, the problem we have, and this is why everyone blames society all the time for small things. It's like next we're going to be giving out certificates for children because they're overweight, because they're not exercising. So congratulations. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. You know, I mean, where 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 does it stop? You know, it's you know, and also too, it's like another topic you just brought up the other day too is like, once your child goes out in the world, you know, it's not the world's responsibility for your child. You know, I mean, yeah. you let that child go out in the real world. If that child doesn't come home, that child doesn't come home. Mm. So, I you know, also got to got to you know, with just. It's the world we live in now. You can, we can't put a band-aid on it anymore. We need to actually face facts. I think you need to teach people that having negative feelings is it's normal. Okay. It yeah. is normal. It's not nice, but you have to be able to deal with it. 
But I want my kids to think things are a competition. Like, I want them to want to win. Well, that's I want what's going to get them ahead, to want to be it? the best rather yeah. than go, nah, it'll be all right. I'll Everyone just go through. Yeah. yeah. No. And I, I always I think a lot of kids are getting more anxiety. So parents are like, well, let, don't do that then, rather than going, okay, yeah. well, let's try and work through the anxiety so you don't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm. Emily and Tingalpa, what do you think? Oh, yeah, I totally agree. It's even happening in our daycares. So um, the teachers at my son's daycare, I don't know if it's across the board, but they can't use the word no. They yeah. can't tell them no. Like it's. Yeah, so they've got to... oh, When I tell him no, he's like, what's that word? Like he just. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. And even in our daycares, like. They're so little. They need to learn the word no. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's a strange one. Yeah. No, it's the, same, it's the same as all childcare centres. You're not allowed to use it. You're supposed to distract them and take them somewhere else or maybe yeah, have or some time use, out. Yeah, um, or use positive language. Yeah. Like, you can't use... It's seen as a negative word, so... God, yeah. That's about the only word that gets yelled in my house. No! <laughs> yeah. No! Sit down! No! Yeah. Pick me one more time. <laughs> How could you change it into a positive, Maddie? Um, <laughs> go to your room! <laughs> Okay. No, not really. <laughs> There's a flat screen TV in there. <laughs> Bree and Brenda, what do you think? Oh, this makes me so angry. Um, it's essentially creating incompetent adults. They just don't know how to deal with life, yeah. you know. Um, you, you get someone going out into the real world and let's say they don't get the job that they applied for or they get fired from their job and it's like their whole world crashes down. They don't know what to do and so they just can't see a solution. Mm. Yeah, because we're fixing it all for them so they don't have any troubles. Mm. Mm. Exactly. They're not learning those life skills on how to deal with it and go, okay, well, what do I do now? Mm. And I think you, as you become an adult, especially at work, you have to have uncomfortable conversations and you have to be able to handle it when someone comes to you and says, look, what you're doing is not good enough. Mm. You need to be better. About mm. that, Maddie. Oh, that's that's a conversation I've been having my entire life. <laughs> that's why life. people text these days rather than actually yeah. having the conversation face to face. Yeah. See, I, I see. I don't have a problem with that. I just go to people. If I don't like what someone's. Yeah, because you I'll grow up in them. hard knocks. There <laughs> you go. That's why we got Madison from Mount Warren Park. What do you think? Oh, I totally agree. You know, I'm just about to be a teacher and I work in outside school hours care, and our kids do not know how to lose. Like, competitive games do not work. And these parents, they think they're doing their kids a favour, but they are so not, you know. They're like, oh, no, but they're upset. But that's it. In the real world, they will get upset, and that's okay, and they need those skills to be able to deal with it. They need that resilience, and kids are just not learning that. And then these poor kids that are great at it, that, you know, maybe aren't great at math, but they are fabulous at running, and they're not celebrated for it. You know? And, And these parents are just like... No, well, well, it's okay because they did great and they tried. And, yes, it is fabulous that they tried and we want to encourage that. But, you know, they won't get a job and go, you know what, honey, you tried. You didn't get that job in, you know, on the deadline, but you tried. Yeah. That's not going to happen. And then they're going to be surprised when things don't work out for them. And these parents just don't realise it. But, you know, I see it firsthand every day and we are not building these kids up to be like our future generations, to be successful for us. Madison for Prime Minister, everyone. Yeah, I know. Well said, huh? On the bright side, we'll be dead. Is that, <laughs> that's, that's the bright Did, side. Is that all you can come up with? <laughs> well, we won't have to live in the world with all these incompetent kids running around <laughs> not knowing how to cry. We'll be gone. That's the only out- upside I can find, guys. Stab I'm sorry. Stab Prime Minister. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. But to finish the show, getting things off our chest. Hey, Ego, our boss. Last week, I had a bit of a cold. I wasn't feeling well, but I still continued to do the show and looked after myself to the best of my abilities. (laughs) I did. I wasn't feeling great. Ego didn't ask how I was, and that's fine. It's not his job to. I had a water bottle here in the studio. Stav picked it up and drunk out of it. I said, I wouldn't do that. He goes, I don't care. I don't get colds. Now he has a cold. He didn't look after himself on the weekend. No doubt he celebrated his 40th at the bowls with three jugs of beer. Not what you should do when you have a cold. Not true. You can and then today, drink it away. I'm talking. A boss comes up and goes, Stav better go home at nine o'clock. He's got a cold. Good one, Ego. Thanks. But no thanks. How, am I in trouble? I feel like I'm in trouble. Of course you are. I didn't do anything. Yes, you did. You got a cold. You shouldn't have drunk out my water bottle for starters. I did tell you that. You did tell me. I think it's been actually proven scientifically men get it worse than women. Science don't lie. Hey, bathroom. For some reason, I think you're a soundproof 
fortress. <laughs> Isn't it the opposite? <laughs> you just, you know, when you're in the shower, you think because you shut the door, no one can hear anything that's going on in here. I don't sing in the shower. You don't. But I do use it as a time to just empty out. I'm a shower. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, no. Get, get it out. And sometimes it's like you're kickstarting your brain. You yeah. do that much. Like, yeah. And it just goes. And then you go for a shower the following day and you <gasps> see a bit that's <gasps> like, how did it get all the way over on that wall? Uh, but anyway. My bathroom window looks straight into my neighbour's lounge room. Your new neighbours. Yes. And I could see her standing at the window thinking someone's being chainsawed in that bathroom. So thanks, but no thanks. I'll struggle through. Hey, you don't have to do it, man. Oh, really? Is that all right? That'd be great. Yeah. 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 Okay. Thanks, but do you want to jug a beer instead? <laughs> Check it out. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred Five. Hey, there we go. That's the podcast done and dusted for today. Don't forget, leave a review uh, and a little message there. We'll do shout outs. If you've got birthday message, all that kind of stuff, do that there. Give us a five stars, please. Five stars be good. Uh, any extra business? Anything anyone wants to chat about? We good for today. I'm messaging someone. I was distracted. Who are you messaging? Davina. Ooh, Davina na 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 For married at for first married sight. At first, yeah. What's yeah. she saying? I don't think she's coping very well, poor thing. Ugh. What's she saying? Well, just watching it back. Because she was so excited to have it on TV. Remember she was in the studio? Yeah. And then she said she's just copying so much hate, which I think she was expecting being on that show, mm. but just not as much. Mm. I feel sorry for her. Me too. <sighs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it's hard, isn't it, though? Like, I feel like so many people go on reality shows going, it happened to them, but it won't happen to me, uh, in the yeah. way that you are portrayed. But you can't, I mean, she did the things that she did. And that's uh. there. That is the thing, too. People go, it was all in the editing. Yeah, but the words still came out of your mouth. Mm. So mm. you got to I remember because going on a reality show myself. Um, you did the mole. Did right? the mole. Like, the producers will deliberately try and lead you somewhere and get you to try and do it. Of course. And yeah, it is interesting because I remember one producer cracked it because we were filming something and they were trying to get me to cry and they were just asking about, you know, how does this make you feel and how does that make you feel? I was like, and I just, I mean, nah, kidding you. And he turned around and went, oh, for God's sake. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Did you want me to cry? And this was the first reality show that came out. But yeah. you just know that they had had that person that they were like hoping yeah. that would be an 18 year old crybaby. They got a script to their head. Well, mm. you got to make a decision as well. If you want a lot of screen time, yeah, yeah. you got to you got to be the person. Like you either yeah. got to be the bitch or the crier yeah. or something. Because otherwise, you're just like, let's be honest. Name another couple <laughs> at Married at First Sight. Than the two that have been talked then about. Tracy and Davina. Who else is there? Uh, well, uh, so, uh, the. Tr- um, Steve. <laughs> See? That's the thing. Imagine them sitting there going, We yeah. gave up six months of our life and no one even cares about yeah, us. That's true. Uh, the blonde girl. <laughs> <laughs> the guy with good the point. face. Yeah, right. Good point. <laughs> See yeah. you tomorrow, everybody. Bye. Stab, Abby, and Matt. Stab, Abby, and Matt.